In today's show, Fed will determine the fate of the market. I'll be sharing with you the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. And as Charles Edwards shares here, Wednesday will be pivotal. The Fed is expected to confirm a $95 billion per month sell program, which has yet to be unleashed on the market. And as shared here by Alex Kruger, a 2022 recap, first came the Fed, then the Netflix apocalypse, then the Russian invasion, then the sanctions, then the Fed and the largest treasury dump ever. This week, it was earnings. Next week, the Fed again. The Fed's quantitative tightening announcement on Wednesday will determine the fate of the market. And as Matthew Highland shares here, in regards to talk of capitulation, I believe that it would require Bitcoin to go below $30,000, low volume since May of last year, which brought Bitcoin to 30K. Low volume equals low turnover of buyers and sellers. Below 30,000 would unlock the buyers who bought pre-65,000 in early 2021. Also in today's show, Warren Buffett is back bashing Bitcoin and claims it doesn't produce anything, quoting him right here. Now, if you told me you own all the Bitcoin in the world and you offered it to me for $25, I wouldn't take it because what would I do with it? I'd have to sell it back to you one way or another. It isn't going to do anything. The apartments are going to produce rent and the farms are going to produce food. And checking out some of the responses, Xiong Ping Zhao, the Binance CEO, shared, they don't need each other. Warren has enough paper money and is happy. Bitcoin has enough supporters and is growing. Touche. And checking out this other response, it's so wild he says this stuff while nakedly shilling diabetes and even elon musk responded haha he says bitcoin so many times also in today's show bitcoin witnessing unprecedented spot buying despite sideways trading according to on-chain analysts Willie Wu, quoting him here, Bitcoin price is sideways because Wall Street is selling futures contract in a macro risk-off trade. Meanwhile, institutional money is scooping spot Bitcoin at peak rates and moving to cold storage. It's times like these. I remember the quarter four 2020 supply shock squeeze. Also in today's show, analyst who accurately called the massive Bitcoin crash has bad news for crypto traders and shares his latest target. Talking about crypto analyst Peter Brandt, who shares here, the completion of a bear channel typically results in a decline equal to the width of the channel, or in this case, a hard test of $32,000 or so. My guess is 28000 This does not make me a hater. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at Crypto News Alerts. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. Now for the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. Number one, the Fed is back in the spotlight. That's right, macro markets are, as of now, the standard on edge this week as another U.S. Federal Reserve meeting looms. As inflation runs rampant worldwide, it's expected that Chairman Jerome Powell will make good on his previous pledges and announce key interest rate hikes as Charles Edwards shares here. Wednesday will be pivotal. The Fed is expected to confirm a $95 billion per month sell program, which has yet to be unleashed onto the market. Now, how severe and how quickly they are applied is a matter of debate and a separate debate concerns whether markets have already priced in various options. Any shocks are likely to spark at least temporary volatility across the markets. And over the past six months or so, crypto has been no exception. Now, attention is thus on the Federal Open Markets Committee meeting to be held on May 3rd and the 4th. 
quoting crypto analyst Alex Kruger here, a 2022 recap. First came the Fed, then the Netflix apocalypse, then the Russian invasion, then the sanctions, then the Fed and the largest treasury dump ever. This week, it was earnings. Next week, the Fed again. The Fed's quantitative tightening announcement on Wednesday will determine the fate of the market. And he also shares, alternatively, you can blame it on all the conferences. This is what happens when you have a crypto conference almost every week. And quoting Jurian Timmer from Fidelity, it's easy to overlook this given the broad retreat of the market last week. But along with meme stocks, the Bitcoin sensitive equity bast is already making new lows. Now for the second factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, is it time for $28,000 Bitcoin? Well, let's discuss it. Well, at around 37600 we had April's monthly close, which was decidedly uninspiring for Bitcoin hodlers. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView shows, despite subsequently regaining some ground, Bitcoin has reaffirmed at least a short-term desire to trade in a narrow range, well below the top of the 2022 trading corridor of $46,000. Now, expectations were previously high, that April would deliver better performance, but in the end, 2022 ended up being Bitcoin's worst April on record with overall losses of 17.3%. Data from on-chain monitoring resource, CoinGlass confirms, and on the back of that, it is thus little wonder that the mood among crypto analysts is equally cautious. As shared here by Chris Dunn, the Bitcoin chart is heavy right now and a break below 35,000 could cause a rush for the exit, but I don't trust breakdown patterns in this range. We've seen short squeezes and all-time high breakout traps over the past year. Risky to anticipate, better to react. I'd love a $26,000 washout. And checking out the latest from crypto analyst Matthew Highland in regards to talk of capitulation, I believe that it would require Bitcoin to go below $30,000. Low volume since May of last year, which brought Bitcoin to 30K. Low volume equals low turnover of buyers and sellers. Below 30,000 would unlock the buyers who brought pre-65,000 in early 2021. To unlock higher volume, it would require Bitcoin to flush below $30,000 based on the volume levels between 20 and 30,000, which Bitcoin spent less than three weeks in. I wouldn't expect it to match the volume profile we saw last May. However, it would still stand out compared to the current volume. Now for the third factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market. U.S. dollar strength keeps up the pressure. That's right, April may have come and gone, but the ogre of the U.S. dollar currency index remains firmly in the room. A single day of consolidation on April 29th is already history. And on May 2nd, the U.S. dollar currency index already attempted to continue a breakout that has seen dollar strength hit its highest since 2002. Now at 103.4 at the time of this recording, the U.S. dollar currency index currently shows no signs of a more significant pullback, much to the disappointment of Bitcoiners at the mercy of inverse correlation. Quoting Glassnode Analytics here, the development of the U.S. dollar is highly dependent on the Fed's course of action. The rising inflation and potential 50 BPS rate hike in early May could strengthen the U.S. dollar currency index. Now for the fourth factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, illiquid supply outweighs price dip significance. That's right. Last week, we saw a new record for the proportion of the Bitcoin supply dormant for at least a year at 64% as seasoned hodlers, or at least those who bought before the July 2021 bottom near 28,000. There is thus a determination not to capitulate yet. Now more data has been added to the mix and it comes in the form of illiquid supply. According to Glassnode's illiquid supply change indicator, recent weeks have produced large increases in the overall segment of the Bitcoin supply, which is now no longer available 
for purchase. The result is illiquid supply chains reaching levels not seen since late 2020 when Bitcoin began to exhibit signs of a supply shock as market participants piled into what was already a solidly hodled asset class. Now for the fifth and final factor to keep your eyes out on this week at the Bitcoin market, and that's crypto sentiment crossing over to the macro. That's right. And what could be a silver lining under current circumstances, crypto sentiment is already pointing higher this week, even as traditional market sentiment remains nervous. The crypto greed and fear index, having hit two-week lows of 20 out of 100 last week, has now exited its extreme fear zone. As you can see here in one of my favorite indicators, we're currently rated a 28 out of 100 in fear. Yesterday was a 22, last week a 23, and last month a 52, which is neutral. And before I break down next story of the day, Warren Buffett is back bashing Bitcoin and claims it doesn't produce anything. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ether, and many of the major alts are pumping. Once again, with Bitcoin up about 2% for the day, trading just above $38,700. We have Ether up 1.6%, maintaining just above $2,800, while Luna is up a whopping 5%, trading at $84.52, along with Cardano, Binance Coin, and XRP, all pumping and in the green, while Polkadot, Solana, and Avalanche all correcting and in the red. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Billionaire investor Warren Buffett, the FUD puppet himself, has once again slammed Bitcoin, asserting he wouldn't take all of the Bitcoin in the world for just $25. Yeah, right. The 91-year-old with a net worth of around $124 billion is an avid crypto skeptic that once called Bitcoin rat poison squared. I'll never forget that one. His arguments often stem around digital assets, offering no tangible value, and the community has been quick to highlight on this occasion that there is a myriad of use cases in the utility in crypto that Buffett likely hasn't researched or can care less about researching in the first place, right? Speaking at the Berkshire Hathaway annual shareholder meeting on Saturday, Buffett commented on crypto in relation to the growing mainstream adoption of the sector. He noted that while he has no idea if the value of Bitcoin will increase moving forward, he is sure that it doesn't produce anything. Warren Buffett argued that he would happily write a check this afternoon worth $25 billion for 1% of all the farmland or apartment houses in the United States as they both produce real-world utility, but wouldn't even spend $25 for 100% of the supply of Bitcoin, quitting him here. Now, if you told me you own all the Bitcoin in the world and you offered it to me for $25, I wouldn't take it because what would I do with it? I'd have to sell it back to you one way or another. It isn't going to do anything. The apartments are going to produce rent and the farms are going to produce food. Now, assets to have value have to deliver something to somebody, and there's only one currency that's accepted, he added. Now, well-known crypto proponents were mocking Buffett's comments on Twitter over the weekend. Let's check them out. Warren Buffett thinking crypto is worth zero is funny because he has literally no idea that Ethereum just had a customer pay $150 million to use the software for two hours. Now, co-founder of top crypto venture capital firm Anderson Horowitz, Mark Anderson, noted that it is so wild. He says this stuff while nakedly chilling diabetes in reference to an assemble of seats candy boxes and soda cans of Buffett's desk during the speech as he shares here and then even Elon Musk responded haha he says Bitcoin so many times and checking out this tweet from Chong Ping Zhao the Binance CEO they don't need each other Warren has enough paper money and is happy and Bitcoin has enough supporters and is growing he makes a great point. While the MicroStrategy CEO, Michael Saylor, chimed in and said that everyone can't stop talking about Bitcoin. That's right, because they can't. Now, one crypto skeptic, at least softening their stance a little, is JP Morgan CEO, Jamie Dimon, aka Jamie Demon. The banker once described Bitcoin as a fraud and has continuously reiterated that he has no 
no interest in backing the sector on a personal level, despite JP Morgan warming up to the digital asset significantly over the past couple of years. And while speaking with Ohama-based news outlet KMTV3 on Friday, Jamie Dimon noted that while he still doesn't particularly like crypto and urges caution when investing in it, he will defend your right to do it. He also went on to highlight that crypto does serve important use cases at times, especially in regards to cross-border payments. Quitting him here, not all of it is bad. If you said to me, I want to send $200 to a friend in a foreign country, that could take you two weeks and cost you $40. You can do it through digital currency and it'll take you seconds. Damn straight. There's no comparison whatsoever. And before I break down next story of the day, Bitcoin witnessing unprecedented spot buying despite sideways trading, according to on-chain analysts, Willie Wu. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap. Sitting just above $1.7 trillion, with $81 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 42.6% with the Ether dominance at 19.6%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past 24 hours, you can see we have FTM Phantom up 6.68%, trading at 75 cents, followed by Tron up 5%, trading just under 7 cents, followed by Terra slash Luna up 4%, trading at $83.08. And now checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see a C of red with just a handful in the green, including Hex up 42.3%, XDC up 10.9%, and Tron up 7 0.9%. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. On-chain analyst Willie Wu, shout out to Willie Wu, says Bitcoin is seeing historically unparalleled spot market demand despite the underwhelming price action that has unfolded over the last several weeks. The popular analyst tells his 1 million Twitter followers that institutional capital is pouring into Bitcoin while Bitcoin's price action emulates late 2020 just before the crypto market went on massive rallies. Quoting the on-chain analyst here, Bitcoin price is sideways because Wall Street is selling futures contracts and a macro risk-off trade. Meanwhile, institutional money is scooping spot Bitcoin at peak rates and moving to cold storage. It's times like these I remember. The quarter for 2020, supply shock squeeze. Can you say incoming? Bitcoin supply shock? Let's freaking go. Now, according to Wu, investors may already be looking at Bitcoin as a legitimate safe haven asset class, given Bitcoin's ability to avoid a complete collapse in the face of a steep stock market correction. Quoting him again here, Bitcoin price holding up well while equities tank and US dollar index moon is testament to the unprecedented spot buying happening right now. In other words, investors already see Bitcoin as a safe haven. It'll take time for price to reflect, wait for the future sales to run out of ammo. So in the short term, Wu says Bitcoin faces headwinds from macroeconomic factors. However, he notes that the US dollar currency index is a critical resistance level, which could result in the rejection that could aid Bitcoin and other assets in igniting rallies. Now, Wu also points out the veteran commodities trader Peter Brandt that the TD sequential, an indicator that attempts to identify turning points and trends has flashed a major bearish reversal signal for the U.S. dollar currency index. While the TD sequential records nine consecutive candles above the closure of the four prior candles, it prints a TD9 signal. Wu says that the U.S. dollar currency index has officially flashed the TD9, which could have big implications for Bitcoin and other assets in the near future. Checking out this tweet from Peter Brandt. Hey, Raul Powell, you have talked frequently about the possibility of a global squeeze on short U.S. dollar position hodlers. Is that about to be confirmed? in which Willie Wu responded, TD9 reversal on the monthly and weekly candles will be interesting to see what happens next week. So there you have it. And before I break down our final story of the day, analysts who accurately called massive Bitcoin crash has bad news for crypto traders and shares his latest target. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, live at
at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications to receive daily premium crypto news alerts every single day, just like this. And of course, you can find me at all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan Experience, to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So wherever you at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Season market analyst Peter Brandt is warning Bitcoin traders and investors alike, saying that the king crypto is poised for a sharp corrective move. That's right. Brandt tells his 636,000 Twitter followers that Bitcoin has broken down from crucial diagonal support that has kept Bitcoin afloat for the first few months of 2022. Quoting him here, the completion of a bear channel typically results in a decline equal to the width of the channel, or in this case, a hard test of $32,000 or so. My guess is $28,000. This does not make me a hater. And Nebraskan Gunner responded, maybe Michael Saylor will buy a dip for once instead of a pump. And Peter Brandt responded, Saylor will have massive redemptions before the cycle is over. Lots of people leave parties when they go longer than scheduled. And Willie Wu chimed in, AFAIK, the leverage is mainly five-year bonds. As long as interest payments are met from free cash flow, there's no pressure to sell. I can't see how Redemptions would work with a public company treasury. It's not a hedge fund with LPs. Now, Peter Brandt is also keeping a close watch on the U.S. dollar currency index, which pins the U.S. dollar against a basket of fiat currencies. According to Brandt, the U.S. dollar currency index looks right for a massive breakout after trading in a wide range for about six years. Quoting him here, compounding the debt squeeze is the fact that global debt is collateralized in U.S. dollar and is poised to blow through the ceiling. Now, traders often monitor the performance of the U.S. dollar currency index to gauge market sentiment as a strong U.S. dollar currency index suggests investors are selling risks on assets like crypto to move to the safety of the dollar. And last month, widely followed analyst Mikhail Bendepop said that a bearish U.S. dollar currency index reversal will ignite a strong rally into the crypto markets. Quoting him here, still waiting for this one to turn around, then the party of crypto will begin. Let's freaking go. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Griff wrote, hey, thanks for your time in making these videos for us. A lot of people are leaving this space, but it means a lot to the ones who stay to get the news like this. Thanks. Cheers, Griff. Much love. I appreciate your support, fam, and happy to serve. Hoddle. And our next featured comment comes from Ecoin, who wrote, Aloha JV. Awesome show again. Thanks for the quality crypto news. Always. You got it, fam. Let's get this crypto. Hoddle. Now for our third and final featured comment from Inner Dino, who wrote, Thanks, JV. Excellent show. So much good news. I hope Max Kaiser is right so I can bug out of this madhouse. Damn straight. $220,000 Bitcoin this year. And I'm with you. Send it to the moon. Let's freaking go. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.